0: Previously on the Simply Human podcast.
1: Oh, skittish? What's the word? I'm just, I'm, I'm on edge. Yeah, there, there you go. And I'm walking through my pitch black garage, which had the rattlesnake in it. So I'm already, you know, then there's the rat. <laughs> I'm like, Idiot. I'm like looking for rattlesnakes, and I'm like on edge. And somehow my phone never locked on that text thread with that file. And I'm walking through my garage, and that file play in my pocket like without me touching you. Touch.
2: And I almost died. It's episode 185 of the Simply Human podcast with your hosts Rick and Mark. Coming up there, you're two human beings. Being human our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move and enjoy and how you can start living more like a human. Today on today's show it's Dr. Todd Sinette pain expert and chiropractor how are you mark rogers
1: first time in 185 (laughs) shows
2: you've been carrying this whole thing on your back 180 (laughs) some odd shows and now it's my turn to pull my own weight how are you i'm great um how are you I'm I'm great.
1: All right. That's great. Cross talk. Let's get to the game. <laughs> <laughs> every yeah, like the last like I don't know, like two months, every time I start the eh, it's episode, I'm like, man, Rick should do this. And I forget until the next time. And like tonight, I was like
2: two minutes before uh, we recorded. You sent me this text message that had the intro spiel. And I was like, oh, God, oh, God, it's get, my all, turn. get all nervous.
1: <laughs> you don't get nervous. We're famous podcasters.
2: Yeah, we're super famous yeah. podcasters. We get like s- less, uh, several dozen downloads a month. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that doesn't count the like uh, downloads. Like I do on my two phones, <laughs> and like your mom's download and my download, my mom's download. So like that's four right there. So that's what are you not-
1: referring to? My mom's what? Ah, hey Dan. Hey, so in in parent news. <laughs> Um, My dad, as you know, was a bakery owner for many years.
2: I was just telling a very, very close friend of mine some of the bakery stories of like <laughs> the nice fat lady with a mustache, <laughs> me grabbing the uh, tray Try of cinnamon with, rolls with that it was love. like red hot. I didn't understand that that was what the pain was <laughs> when I was walking like three feet into it. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: A lot, lot, so many good bakery stories. and we've talked about those with Rob. So go back to like, was it like, and like Rob childhood memories or like bakery stories, part one and part two. We tell like the my favorite is the Rob and then Rob like (laughs) Shelley Sadina and he's like (laughs) thinking she's about to ask him to the prom or something, and she goes, (laughs) "Is your dad bald?" (laughs) Like, not only did he not ask her to the prom, but he, he, like, she, like, commented on the thing that he's, like, most self-conscious about his
2: baldness. <laughs> he's, like, three-quarters bald at, like, age 18. <laughs> but he thinks this girl he has a crush on is about to ask him to the prom, and she's like, Rob, I have something to ask you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes? Is your dad bald? <laughs> oh, my gosh fortunate that I missed that gene oh, because, Man, do you yeah. have any idea how weird I would look if I was bald <laughs> like, my legitimate head of hair is you do have great I've hair going oh me. you stop that but you have a vein in your
1: arm you have a vein in your arm <laughs>
2: <laughs> I sent Mark a picture of me lifting weights the other day, and I had a vein in my arm, and I was like, look, look, look check this out, dude. I'm super veiny. <laughs>
0: my my
2: full head of hair is all I've got going. So, Whatever. man, I'm really glad that, that Gene skipped uh, one generation. And your wit. <laughs> oh, well. Listen. It's not that sharp. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, my other favorite uh, story like that was when
1: Aunt Debbie opened the door, and she goes,
2: You're bald! And he was like, Yeah, I'm short, too.
1: (laughs) 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 I was standing there when that happened. Oh, that was so great. Okay, well, um, we have a a voicemail to get to, and then uh, there's a question he asked in the voicemail. Our friend, Tim Wacker, from the Northwest... Uh, yes. Let's play this, and we will hopefully it'll come through. Hang on. Hey, Mark Rogers. This is Tim Walker. I, uh, I vaguely remember, I believe, you were at one point uh, diving into the Scotch world, and I was wanting to know uh, how that was going, and if you could recommend um, any scotches uh, for starters. I did a little researching online, and uh, I was looking at the uh, Ron Swanson choice of uh, Scotch and uh, I can get it, it's maybe like $92 a bottle. That's also why everybody just pours a little bit at a time. But um, if you had any recommendations on brands or, or what to do and whatnot, uh, i appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. How about that? Our friend Tim asking a question about scotch. Uh, what not to do, don't buy a bottle of scotch and then just like throw it in the trash. Don't do that.
2: Solid advice Thank for you. Mark Rogers.
1: Okay, so very quickly, Rick, do you know the five different types of
2: scotch? <laughs> okay, okay, everybody listen. Mark read a book about <laughs> whiskey, out. and he was like, Listen, I'm a whiskey expert. And I'm like, No, 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 pal. I'm a whiskey expert. I drink all there is to drink here. Uh, I've hit my you're lifetime you're quota right. here, so I'm the expert. But Mark read a book. I read two books. Oh, two books. Let's hear what Mark's. Uh, did you read them, or were they books?
1: I actually read these. They were fun because oh, the, so there turned were pages and everything. There huh? were fun pictures in these <laughs> books.
2: <laughs> so what did you learn? from So your bu-
1: well, there's lots of stuff, but pr- there's there's lots of different types of whiskey. There's bourbon. There's Scotch. There's Irish whiskey. There's Canadian whiskey. <laughs> there's texas craft whiskey there is all sorts of whiskey there's japanese whiskey is kind of the new thing and all the all the things are owned by japanese distillers now which is kind of crazy um but the five different types of scotch there is single malt single grain blended malt blended grain and then like a total blend I hope I'm I hope I'm right on that. I hope the Scots if Chris Brandon's listening to this I and I got one of those wrong. If he's
2: not, send us a voicemail, please, we'll Chris. On the if I mess that up, Chris <laughs> Brandon, <laughs>
1: uh, uh, call in call to in five. five in, is it five five, 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 Wait, five our, three zero five three oh, zero fifty two human, and leave us a voicemail. And and so it just kind of depends. So like single. Uh, uh, like it's the cheapest kind is just like a, a blend. Like uh, Dewar's is fairly cheap. Uh, Famous Grouse, those are two of the oldest Scotch blends. Dewar, Tommy Dewar was actually the mayor of London twice.
2: Okay. And Wikipedia page open.
1: And, 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 <laughs> and Famous Grouse is a is a not a cheap Scotch blend, but it's uh it's not super expensive. That those are two good ones to start off with. They're smooth. You can get into like the really peaty single malts, and peaty is like. <sighs> They're very smoky. Jason Seib, who we're gonna have back on the show, loves uh, peace so Start. Just,
2: I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry.
1: Just start talking about uh, hockey at any point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, those are the two I would recommend uh, just to start off with. Then, single a good. Uh, uh affordable single mall anything like the Bowmore Bowmore uh legend is is a really good single mall that's not too uh, uh, crazy ya. uh crazy on you crazy on you that's enough that's enough of that and now an email yes, okay, so we told our story about the ring too was oh, that the last show? <laughs> Or two uh, shows ago. Might have been two shows ago. No, it was yeah. the last show because we didn't record one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we didn't record last because month. Because of your way, precious I'm out, softball. I'm out. I'm out How I'm was your out. softball game?
2: Yes, I... Uh, did you hit a home run? No I, didn't, no, I did not even come close to hitting a home run. <laughs> I played in a softball team with a bunch of uh, guys that I work with. Mm, bragging montage. Uh, I'm only allowed to play... Uh, allowed, but like I can only play in the 7 p.m. games because, you know, this... Marcus cracking the whip of like oh, eight thirty we have to record we have we have health IQ sending us checks every week <laughs> <laughs> so I can only play in a few but I'm playing catcher by default oh goalie that's, catcher that's good said so uh, I'm back there and the guy on the other team what I'm sorry what um, the guy on the other team is up at the bat and he's wearing number fifteen on his jersey and the back of his jersey says Drees. DR. oh yeah. And I was like – and r- I'm, I'm dead serious. Right before a pitcher is, like, winding up to throw this slow pitch, I was like, you look just like Ryan Drees, the former Texas Ranger great. Was he a pitcher? He, no, no. Yeah, he was a pitcher. Yeah. For Ranger. And he swung the bat and cranked the ball about 7,000 yards and turned around and looked at me and was like – I am. Did he, like, wink at you? <laughs> and I was like, What? And he gets to home plate and looks at me and winks and I was like oh, And then did, he's it, n- uh, did his smile be former former uh range, former Indian Yeah. was well, he he was number 34 Washington, I believe
1: National?
2: What number 34 that's no. the number that's popping into my no, head No 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 not with the Rangers no one will wear 34 with the Rangers oh, ma-
1: Okay I know that was stupid Ryan. Nolan Dr so, Ryan Nolan So
2: like the next uh, <laughs> the next inning I go and I'm like you know by default coaching first base And he's playing first and I was like That's not you and he's like it is I was like who'd you play for before the Rangers And he was like Indians yeah there he is How who'd you play for after the Rangers 38
1: I was so At close adults. Yeah, And he
2: was I was like Damn you're Ryan Drees <laughs> What are you doing out here Like just <laughs> destroying us And he was like nah I'm just having fun man So I got to play softball against that's awesome Major league baseball player well, It was a uh, thrill of a lifetime Getting a Completely obliterated by uh, <laughs> by team by team. Uh, oh god, of some pizza place. Did you South.
1: did you try to like block the plate when he came around on his home run and he just like barrels you over?
2: <laughs> they have uh, like in uh, adult you know beer league uh, yeah. super soft softball. They have like when you come from third, there's like a line way out for like from the plate, and so basically it's like a play at first. If the catcher catches the ball and is on the on the plate before that player hits the line. It's an out But yeah. if he crosses the line first Before the, the catcher gets the, the ball Then it's uh, safe
1: I'm looking so at there. pictures of Ryan Dries he, was not, he wore 37 and 38 for the Rangers I knew
2: it was 30 something yeah. But I couldn't remember exactly what it was there That's so funny, so
1: funny. Okay, okay. Ryan Dries, how about that? Um Here's an, okay. So we told our story about the ring, how you and I watched the ring, and then like the phone rang, and that was like part of the movie. So, so I'm going <laughs> to yes. read this, and we got a f- just a few minutes where we got to call Doctor Sinet Sinet I'm not sure the word know. the word sin is in his name, which you probably thought that was really funny. Cause thinner because you're, you're thinner. Uh, <laughs> was it a little? Was it uh, who's your favorite little rascal? Okay, here we go. <laughs> and the subject of this email is the ring from Casey. And it says, thought I would share my story after listening to the intro. He's like, I listened to the intro, and then I turned it off, because that's all I could manage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is, my twin brother is the biggest scaredy cat in the world, but still insists on watching scary movies. When we were in high school, I was going out uh, of town for some reason, and I knew he would sleep in my room while I was gone. His room was the garage. Oh, that sounds great. Poor twin brother. (laughs) Hey, but time out. Like, the room setup is what confuses me so bad. Yeah, so his room was the garage.
2: and he slept in the master bedroom. Yeah, and
1: I, for some reason, had the master bedroom. Now, I will say this. you remember our house? Brad had the master bedroom in our house, and then Jeff had that other room. The room where Brad jumped in and pooped on the floor was actually <laughs> the guest room, because um, my dad slept in the guest room in the back of the house, because he went to bed early because he had a bakery. Oh, and I never did get to my dad' bakery story, but we'll tell it next time. Um I set the alarm on my TV to go off in the middle of the night and to turn uh, into a channel that was static, which is like the end of the ring, which is like you, you're going to die if this happens to you. Oh, well, you've ruined the movie. So, hey, if you're going to watch well, it. no, that's not the beginning of the movie. I called his cell phone immediately after the TV turned on. He was horrified, and I had a good laugh. as This is the best part. Like, okay, ha-ha, joke, oh, it's over. Ha-ha, I got him. As payback, he peed in the garbage can in my bathroom that was next to the toilet for the rest of the weekend. Casey. <laughs> And your response was like, 47 ha's. Yeah, that's my default response yeah. to something funny. It's just, ha, 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 times like a billion. Yeah, that was pretty good. We ha- Hey, and we've got like, I've, we're going to be booked out to the end of the year uh, on guests. And, and this is us. You know, I've got us right now like every other week. Um, I could book us every week, but sometimes it's nice in our in the craziness that is the fall season to skip yeah. one. You've got softball, so like, but with the we've got like I've got three in my inbox that I haven't even opened that are like guest requests, and we're gonna have Jason. I talked to Jason Side for a while a few days ago. He's got some cool stuff going out going on. Um, what is the matter with you? I'm sorry, um, I just drank a Lacroix. Um, Sorry. You are very sorry. <laughs> so we, did, we talked about Todd Sinat in the intro. You said he was a pain expert and a chiropractor. In his best-selling series of books, including Three Weeks to a Better Back, he has introduced the Sennett Solution, the practice of listening to the whole body and treating all sources of back pain on the structural, digestive, and emotional levels, what he calls the triad of health. He is a recognized authority in applied kinesiology and a service clinical expert for many TV programs, including The View, Fox MD, and Good Day New York, and MASH. Dr. Sin- I added that MASH part Okay, all right about that, Dr. Sennett has been a lecturer on MSNBC and at the Learning Annex and has been featured in countless health and fitness publications. And why he's joining our show, we have no idea.
2: <laughs> he has no idea what he's in the story. Right, yeah. Uh, have fun poor, with a lot of uh, poor guy. Wiener poor guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> jokes. <laughs> okay, hang on. Okay, so how do I add him to the call here? God, you he did this different <laughs> time! <laughs> All right, hang on. I'm going to hang up on you and, and then add you both back. Hang on. Oh, wait. Todd Sennett joined. Hey. Todd. All
0: right. All right. We did it. Perfect.
1: Is it Sennett? Is
0: it it's Sennett, but you can call me anything you'd like. Sennett.
1: Dadgummit. Jay? Dadgummit. Sennett.
2: That kind of sounds the same. Well, hey, thank you. Rick, Todd, Todd, Rick. It's nice to meet you, Todd. Thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to join us. We appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to join me. (laughs) We were we
1: were just like reading your bio off, like doing your intro, like reading all the things you've done, and we got to the end and we were like, "Why does he want to be on our show?" (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. By the way, do what?
0: I I don't know. I mean, who booked me on the show? (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah, you're going to like, after the call, you're going to like email your booking agent and be like, you're
0: fired. (laughs) If you can, you know, maybe hopefully we can sell one book out of this. It'll be good use of everyone's time.
1: Yeah, right. Well, hey, before we get started, um, Rick, we're going to do the birthday thing.
2: Okay. Hey, listen, Todd, we have a thing where uh, it sounds very random, but Mark and I uh, both try to guess your birthday. Good luck. with, With no prior knowledge. Okay. Uh, all you can say is yes or no. We each get two guesses, okay? Mm-hmm. And by, for the record, I am the only one who has done this correctly. We know, Rick. Okay, Mark, you you, you may have the honors. Go ahead.
1: <clears throat> okay, um, we've talked to you for like 60 seconds. I'm going to go, you're an Aries. I'm going April 9th. How
0: did you know that?
1: No way. No way.
0: You saw it on my bio, right? I did not. Is- I, I, I promise. I, 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 Shut up. Are you, are you serious? serious? Are you jacking with us? Yeah. No, I'm just busting your child. Dang <laughs> it! <laughs> 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 oh, you don't understand. The, 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 oh, that was good. The eruption, <laughs>
1: the eruption of happiness that was about to spring forth oh. from my head.
0: I'm sorry, I just couldn't resist. That was great. No one is <laughs> hey Rick, no one has good. done
1: no one has done that to us before, which is Are you serious?
0: That's yeah. Pathetic. That's a
1: that's, <laughs> that's a gr- the
0: first time. I was <sighs> like,
2: Oh crap. Now Marcus tied me for the overall league.
1: That <laughs> one. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rick.
2: No one's, no one's done that to you? No, no.
1: that's such a genius bit.
2: Okay. This Rick. That's good. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go <clears throat> August seventeenth.
0: Alright, I'm not gonna sit there and say you're correct, but then, no, that's not correct.
1: Uh, okay, no. so Leah. I'm going Libra October 4th. Yeah. Okay, Rick.
0: I'll tell you, this is a great game, guys.
2: <laughs> Rick, your la- last guess. I'm going to go February 29th. I said that weird.
0: All right. It's March 12th. Oh, <laughs>
2: you were close. I was close. I was very close. I've come close a couple of times, by the way, just FYI. So Man, that was all so right, good. Right. I was That's so
1: excited that I, I was like, April 9th, I did it, finally. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, okay, so we really appreciate you being on. Can you give us a little background? Where are you right now? Where are you from? How did you get to where you are today? Give us your story.
0: Oh, oh my, So my story, uh, I'm in uh, New York. Uh, I'm a second generation chiropractor. Uh, and my main story is that my father was uh, in practice for about 15 years. And then one day he bent down to pick up a tennis ball uh, and his back went out. And uh, for nine months, he was completely bedridden and no one could figure out uh, the cause of his back spasms. So he went to every known profession, including his own, uh, and nobody can help him. And as a kid, I remember him just you know, lying in bed, not being able to get anywhere. And um, they wanted to do exploratory surgery on him, which basically meant that they cut him open and see if they could be of help to him. And that wasn't an option he wanted to do. So he wound up seeing this doctor with a fortuitous name of Dr. Goodhart. And Dr. Goodhart basically was asking my dad some very different questions. He was asking my dad, well, why why do you think you're having these back spasms? And I was looking at his overall health, and uh, Dr. Goodhart surmised or guessed that a lot of his uh, back spasms were coming from his uh, digestive system or his stomach. Um, my dad thought back then, if he, as long as you could thin, you could eat whatever you wanted. So he had basically dessert after every meal. Uh, so the doctor surmised that it was the sugar. Or my dad's diet that was upsetting his digestive system, which was then reflexing and affecting the back
1: muscles.
0: Huh. So uh, my dad had never heard of that. This was back in 1975, but uh, my father said the choice between exploratory surgery and changing your diet wasn't a very difficult decision. Right. No. Uh, he changed his diet, and within two weeks he was 100% cured. Crazy. Uh, and never had back pain again. And were you uh, alive at this point?
1: Were you Were you living on Earth at this point?
0: Was I? Yes, I was five years old. Okay, okay. cool. So, uh, <laughs> no, I was living on uh, Venus,
2: Mark. I was an exploratory uh, uh, space
0: vessel on okay. Venus. That was a good question. That was a good question. Thank you, C. So uh, <laughs> at that point, he realized the role that diet can have in helping people with their back pain. So that was the origin of the being the story. And then um, I joined him in practice and kind of – did everything you can put a book together to kind of spread the gospel about the relation between relationship between your diet your digestive system and the and back pain okay
1: and, well uh, that's re- the story. That's, a, that's your story so are you in the city are you upstate what's or not
0: uh, my practice is in new york city oh
1: cool what which which borough
0: it's manhattan what that's awesome yeah. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: My brother lived in Queens for 10 years, and we drove uh, – sorry, Rick. Uh, I, everyone, sorry. Uh, we drove from Queens through the Lincoln Tunnel in a U-Haul through, like, Fifth Avenue and, yeah. and down to Texas in, like, two and a half days. It was awesome. Uh, All right. So, anyway, so I love New York. Um, could never live there, but I love going to New York. Um, and I'm going to ask Rick a question very quickly. Yes. Rick. Yes. If yes. I were to ask you of all the green like superfoods, like what is the most healthy like like green leafy thing that you can eat?
2: Uh it would to me I would think it would be between kale, chard and spinach and I would probably say spinach, I think.
1: Well, but your instinct was correct. You said kale first. Dr. Sinnott, tell yeah. us about kale.
0: Uh, <laughs> or spinach as well. So um, I might too, huh? Screw you, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. No. So the the interesting thing is when when we started working with patients and we discovered that their diet was the cause of their back pain. You would think uh, for most people, and for about eighty percent of the population, it's correct that it was the common foods that you would think, right? It's the sugars, the alcohol would create the problem. In twenty percent of the cases, we found people were eating too many much roughage. So a lot of people were having a lot of kale, a lot of green drinks, and that was essentially upsetting their digestive system. And anything that could upset your your digestive system can create back pain. So uh, it's really important to realize the role between your diet, how your digestive system is, and back pain. So kale and spinach and all those other things can create back pain as well.
1: So like what what is the reason there is it it's not obviously not, not an inflammation issue is it because aren't all those green like superfoods like anti-inflammatory isn't that one of their selling points
0: Um yes but the the, the, the true answer is, is that anything that can upset your digestive system can upset your muscular system they're very much interlinked right So a lot of times people have a lot of, a lot of smoothies a lot of green drinks which will can create a lot of, blo- of bloating can upset the stomach. And if it upsets the stomach.
1: Right. Rick, were you about to say something? I heard you inhale.
2: No, no, you're fine. Okay.
1: Uh, one of the talking points that is particularly of interest to the show. Um, and it says, what does poop have to do with diagnosing back pain? Let's yeah. talk about poop.
0: Poop. I'm, I'm very happy to talk about poop. I love poop. Uh, <laughs> yes. So the quality of your digestive system or the way that you're di- Uh, will affect the muscular system. So the quality of your bowel movements is an indicator of functioning. So you really want to do everything you can to get some good poop, and if you have good poop, chances are your muscular system or your back is going to be functioning. Constipation and diarrhea are one of the symptoms of people who have a lot of back pain.
1: Are you a fan of a squatty potty?
0: Uh, I think it can really help. I mean, I don't personally squatty potty. But if you can help take the kinks out and uh, help you have a better structural poop out of that from a squatty potty, uh, yeah, it could be of help actually.
1: So, what is like you're uh, you have a patient and you say go in there and poop, and then you <laughs> and then you go in after them and see and like okay, let me look at your poop. What are you looking for?
0: Well, I, do is I, <laughs> I pick it up in my hands and smell it. Gross. <laughs> just squish your fingers around. <laughs> your oh, yeah. Rub it on your skin to see how quickly it will dry. Gross. <laughs> no, that's no, that's not what we do. Yeah. That's not what we do in our oh. office.
1: You're just like right having up. people poop on
0: the – Instead, we do something called the digestive inflammation test. And uh, it's a ba- basically a series of questions, and that's going to tell you or the reader if we think digestive inflammation. So uh, that's going to be able to see uh, your diet and your digestive system. Uh, and then if it is, we have what, what we call a diagnostic nutrition test. So then there's three or four different diets for you to try based off your answers to the test. So it could be someone who's having too much sugar, too much caffeine, too much alcohol. It could be someone who's having too many too much roughage, or it also could be someone having specific sensitivities to specific foods or carbohydrates is uh, you, want to, you want to come up with different diets for different people because everyone's digestive system is different right
1: are you so are you like okay, somebody that's just like chronically has kind of runny poops like every day like something isn't going right. Inside yeah. the stomach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know people that are just like, oh, that's just what I, that's just my poop. I just, this is, that's yeah. just what it is. Like there's some I mean, sort of dysfunction.
0: The quality, the ease you're passing it, the quality of the poop, the way that it looks is indicative of your health, almost as important as your blood pressure or your vitals. Yeah. So, you know.
1: Are you a fan of psyllium husks or like Metamucil fiber, that kind of thing?
0: Uh, I'm a it, it, so again, you really want to figure out how to get good function. So just because something is deemed healthy for that particular individual, right? You know, suffering from back pain, right? And you go to the doctor, and they give you they're giving you they're giving you anti-inflammatory. That tends to work for a lot of people. So what we're that is anti-inflammatory in nature. So if I can find a diet, or if I can calm down the inflammation and irritation from your digestive system and your Are you hearing
2: the cutting out? Yes, uh, I thought it was just me because you didn't say anything about that. But yeah, uh, is
0: this better?
1: I hope so. I
2: I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. It was like me it wasn't too.
1: happening very much, but like every now and then, like it would cut out a word here and there, and it was like we. It was it was fine. It's just I just wanted to see if if I mean we can. We'll just power through it if this doesn't help, but hopefully that will help. Um, Okay, so here's another one. Is it true an ice cream sundae will make my back feel better? How is that possible?
0: Ah, so the ice cream sundae analogy is very interesting because it's not just about our foods. It's about our emotional outlook or approach when we're eating specifically.
1: I see where you're going with this.
0: All right, so if you're eating a hot fudge sundae when you're depressed – it's a very different biochemical hormonal neuropeptide response mm. compared to if you're eating a hot fudge sundae when you're celebrating. So if you're going to ask me my superfood, it's hot fudge sundays and uh, birthday cake.
1: See, and that goes with like we have four pillars of the Simply Human Lifestyle. Eat like a human, sleep like a human, move like a human, and, and enjoy life or manage stress like a human. And there's yeah. o- there's overlap in there. And I think there's some... There's something to be said of if your diet or your movement pattern is just causing you to be just miserable all the time, like that's not – it's not working, right? Like you, there's got to be some sort of uh, enjoyment out of this or – Yeah. yeah. If, you're,
0: if you're eating a kale salad and not enjoying every <laughs> moment of it, is it emotionally healthy? Right. You know, there's there's a lot of instances where um, you can go on vacation, go wildly off your regular diet and feel great. Yeah. If you did that in your normal environment, you'd feel terrible. Right. And because the emotions play such a role in your digestive system. So,
1: let's, so let's, let's talk more about the connections between like what you eat and like your emotional health uh, sure. and, and why it's important. Like, cause a lot of people would probably think, see, that's the thing. Like people think that all these things are, are not connected. Like it's a full moon tonight, for instance. Yep. And I always I say, know. I always say this as an example, like, like the moon, the full moon, like the moon cycle, just period. Like, like uh, affects the, it, it, like moves the ocean. on the earth and then, and then you think that it's not going to affect you somehow is insane (laughs) to me. Right? Like, so, so like we've disconnected, like, yeah, diet is different from emotions or this and nutrition is over here, but it's all connected. And like, how, how have you seen that in your practice?
0: It's all interrelated. So again, your emotions are tied into the food. The food is tied into the emotions. You want to have some common sense. We want to have a good, healthy variety. You can eat something, you want to do it with joy. You don't want to sit there and be eating food with regret. You don't want to be doing with with anger. You wanna you're gonna have a hot fudge Sunday. Enjoy that darn hot fudge Sunday. Yes. Um. Would... And you know, to me, that's healthy. Again, if you're gonna ask me my superfood, I pick birthday cake. Yeah. Right. So on birth uh, on birthday cake, you're getting presents. Everyone's coming to hang out with you. It's your day. That's a healthy food. Birthday cake is a healthy food compared to something that. Someone else says it you you know you have to drink this green drink or or something along those lines. Well, yeah, so, think
1: about your emotional health. On your birthday, at the end of the day, if you like, uh, had to drink a kale smoothie at for like to blow you. There's a candle like sl- like sludged into like this thick kale smoothie, <laughs> and you just exactly. like pissed off all day, right? <laughs> like
0: <laughs> you want to have variety, you know. You want to mix up your foods. Too much of a good thing is not a good thing. You want to listen to your body. You want to Have common sense. You know, if you go out and have Mexican food and you're not feeling very well and your stomach's bothering, you're achy after having Mexican food, then that's probably not the ideal food for you. Yeah. But but try something else.
1: Yeah, I always tell people like when I'm working with them on on nutrition stuff particularly, it's like, look, if you're going to have ice cream, like don't get like the dairy-free, sugar-free crap. Like get – Get some, get get, get some get Ben and Jerry's. Like, spend some yeah. money. You get what you pay for. Like, get the good stuff. Get a,
2: like, a, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. Totally enjoy it because, hey, listen, like, uh, you don't get those many opportunities that often. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with
1: you. Awesome. Okay, so, let's see. Um, you have Let's talk about your books. You've got uh, the, the one book, The Truth About Back Pain. And then this yeah. new book um, is Three Weeks to a Better Back. No, that's, is that the new book? No, no, no. What's the new book?
0: All right, so um, about a year ago I came up with a book called Three Weeks to a Better Back, yeah. and that basically tells patients or people it's a self-diagnostic and self-help book for people who are suffering from back pain, and it's the belief that back pain comes from three sources. It comes from structural sources, the muscle, bones, disc, nerve that everyone's talking about. Right. It comes from emotions and stress. Stress is the number one factor for back pain. And then it comes from diet and nutrition, So if you're going to have balance in three areas of those aspects, you're not going to have back pain. And if you're only going to have two-thirds of those aspects, chances are you're going to have back pain. Right. That's the premise of three weeks to a better back. So Mm -hmm. in three weeks, we can help you get a better back. Uh, This next book is called The Back Pain Relief Diet Book, and that is a standalone book that's all based on the role between your diet, your digestive system, and back pain. So this is really – a uh, uh, something that I don't think anyone's talking about. Uh, I don't think your doctor knows about it or people are talking about the role that your diet, uh, and the connection between your diet and your back pain. So I'm really here to tell everyone that your diet could be the cause of your back pain. And subsequently your diet could be the solution to your back pain.
1: How, uh, how do you know, you said there's there's three things, structure, diet, stress. Mm -hmm. How, How do you know, which is the one?
0: Well, in the three weeks to better back book, uh, I take you through a series of questionnaires and where it's, so, uh, it's a scoring system, which will tell you where your back pain is in the, uh, back pain relief diet book. It has a digestive inflammation test to see if your back pain is diet related.
1: Rick, there's a questionnaire and it's like, uh, question one, have you recently played softball with former major league star Ryan Dries and been hit in the back with a bat? by him then that would be yeah, structure
2: maybe uh false because major league star like no no you not a star. said star rick Flip. played
1: softball with a former texas ranger and he was like bragging about it earlier so that's nice. the thing.
2: how'd you do uh, i did terrible thank you i <laughs> drove running on a fielder's choice and that was it <laughs> all
0: right all right she
2: got on basically yeah hey, that, oh yeah there you go
1: <laughs> awesome okay so let's see what else um how, the three simple ways people can change their diet to help mitigate the risk of chronic back pain in the future. So you said like, well, now people are like, wait a second. I thought kale and all these things were like these good superfoods. Now he, he's ice cream sundae. It's like, what am I supposed to do? That's what I always tell like nutrition stuff. It's like we humans are the most omnivore omnivores of all the omnivores. Like I could right. eat a leather chair <laughs> and, and find some you know, nutritional value in it. There's like so many options. So what are the yep. three simple ways that people can change the, what they're eating?
0: Three simple ways that people could change their eating. First thing is you want to mix up your diet. So you want to have three different types of breakfast, three different types of lunches, three different types of dinners. So if you keep eating the same foods over and over again, you're not varying your nutrients. Right. Your body is having to produce the same exact enzymes over and over again, and that could di- directly stress the system. So I think one of the main components is you want to have variety. You, know, you don't want to be having uh, oatmeal every day for breakfast you don't want to be having a green drink every day for breakfast. You don't want to be having – you really just want to mix it up. Right. So I, I
2: literally right. never thought about that, but that's a really good point. Thank you. It was my and that was just the fir- And That was just the first way. He still
1: that's has two more. I
0: don't, I, don't, I don't know what the other two are, so I'm trying to come up with the. Other
1: oh two. no, no. <laughs> you're good. Well, that's another thing. Your booking agent. He like sent me these talking points. You're like,
0: oh, you're fired again. You need to read three. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, okay. So, but on that note, so are you? So, where do you stand on that? How do? How does that tip? um sort of come together and reconcile with this whole idea of it it if it ain't broke don't fix it like if you uh kind of like what your dad, you know, like before his back went out like oh I'm I'm skinny I feel fine like so yeah. this this breakfast is working for me I feel good I'm not having any pain I'm performing well like you know like how does how do those two things uh correlate
0: Well you, I mean you want to be listening to your body right so you want to see how your body is feeling and functioning you want to Pay attention to your bowel movements because that's an indication of how you're doing, right? So you want to make sure your output's good, not just your input. And uh, if you're concerned, it's very easy. Take that digestive inflammation test. See if we think your back pain is diet related. It may not be, and then you're You're good good to go. Right. Everyone's unique. You know what's you got to figure out what's healthy for you. And this book will take you through that to help you steer you in the right direction because. You really, before you're undergoing any serious back treatment, medication, surgery that come with a lot of risks, you want to do the least invasive thing possible. And the least invasive things possible is to just change the way that you're eating and see if it has any impact. Right. In three or four weeks, you're going to know your answer. So, you know, I'm literally presenting a third of the equation for people because back pain can come from three different sources. And if we're only presenting one source or 33% of the information, we're missing two-thirds of the equation when we're trying to solve this epidemic of back pain. Right. So uh, I'm here, kind of uh, preaching that there's a whole other 33% out there that no one's talking about or no one knows.
1: Yeah. Well, and kind of like what you said about input matters, so does output. It's kind of like when when I work with people on sleep, and they and they're like, well, no, I fall, I go to sleep fine. Well, I'm like, well, that's not the that's not the indicator. It's not like you going to sleep fine it might just be you passing out of exhaustion like that's not necessarily a healthy thing mm-hmm. how do you feel like you're you know like going to sleep is the input waking up is the output in this in this analogy so yep. like how, how do you feel you when sure? you wake up if you are just a zombie in the morning and and you feel like crap and you have to have like four cups of coffee to even like get your eyes open like that's the indicator um of how well of how good you're sleeping not how fast you pass out at night, and so I think in that same way. Like, yeah, oh, I feel fine. My stomach doesn't hurt at all when I go and eat this. Well, if you're having like uh, diarrhea four times a day, like that's are you, you know, or you're like squirting a backwards J in a gas station bathroom uh, on the floor. That's another thing we talked okay. about.
0: I would say I would say one of the most interesting parts of my book is the a Bristol stool chart, and what Ooh. it is is basically a picture of what your sh- your poop should look like. So uh, it should, you know, look like a one piece loading kind of snake. Uh, or like, a long, a, like, you know. like
2: the tail of a panther is what you're <laughs> saying, right? I, I'm sorry. What was that one? Like the tail of a panther. Oh, not bad. <laughs> That'll work. There you I'm go, putting... Mark. Congratulations! Mark, uh, set, texted me a picture of his doo doo earlier, and it looked like a panther's tail. <laughs> That's a
0: good friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I was telling Rick, I was not expecting to tell this story on the show tonight, but i like, right before we got on, like my wife and I are having this discussion about something's very serious, and I'm looking at my phone, I start laughing. And she's like, "What's what's so funny?" And she like, "Wouldn't I was would. like, nothing, nothing. Just trust me. You just don't you don't want to know." And she's like, "What is so funny? Why are you laughing?" And I like, I was like, "Okay, you asked for it." So I like, you <laughs> I showed her, and she was like, "Really? Are you five years old?" And like, because I was laughing, at I sent Rick the Victor and his response was a panther tail, which nice. was pretty funny. So I'm, I just put. I'm a, good with
0: that panther tail, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just put
1: I just put a panther tail in the show notes. <laughs> Nice. Nice. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, okay. We are coming up on time. G- promote yourself. We already talked about your book, and I'm assuming it's on Amazon.
0: It is on Amazon. It's called The Back Pain Relief Diet Book, and it would be great if I can at least sell one of these things. So that would oh, be well, amazing.
1: I'll buy one. I'll just uh, all right, thanks, we'll thanks. go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are other, like, what's your website, for social media? What's uh, all that stuff?
0: My uh, website is com, And it's so-
1: D R S I N E T T.
0: Yep. dot com cool. And it, again, it's also on Amazon and it has, um, a couple of my books. I also designed a product called the backbridge which helps people kind of regain, regain their posture, uh, oh. by centering your back out. So cool. it's is that really on Amazon too? Yeah, it is. It's called, uh, and you can look at that as backbridge.com. I'm so, uh, three weeks to better back is one book. Another book that's just coming out in October is, uh, the back pain relief diet book. And if anyone's interested in checking out the Backbridge or backbridge.com, it would really be my pleasure. I'm looking at
1: um, looking at the Backbridge. Is it like lumbar support and pain relief for lower and upper back, adjustable stretching and strengthening back arch? Is that it? That's it. Cool. Ooh, I want this. Um, Oh, there's some, one other thing I was going to ask you. Uh, oh, like standing workstations, are you a fan mm-hmm. of that? Like what's, the, like what's one way, like from a structural standpoint, we talked about diet a lot. From a structural standpoint, what's something that like the every man, every woman can do to maintain back health just in everyday life from a structural perspective?
0: From a structural perspective, yeah, you want to get up and move around. So, you know, the whole buzzword is that sitting is the new smoking right. really can play a part in this. So you want to get up every hour, move around a bit. Uh, I do like the desks that go from a sitting to a standing. Yeah. So I don't want you standing in one position for all eight time. hours, nor do I want you sitting in one position for eight hours. Yeah. You really want to get up and move around. So wait,
2: if I stand up all day, <laughs> does that mean I can smoke?
0: <laughs> totally. <laughs> You're like canceling you
2: are, it
1: out. You know
0: what? I would just go for it and sit and smoke. So <laughs> yeah. Have, it's uh, like, and, and smoke the good stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, like buy spend some money on some good uh, tobacco, tobacco. Like, like yeah. Like, yeah it's yeah. like the we ice cream. Yeah, well, and like that, you know, like it, if our culture and society was one where we laid on our stomachs to do stuff, like that would be the new smoking. Like it's not necessarily sitting is what I tell people. It's being in one position for too long. Yep. And we just happen to live... In uh, like cars, you sit, and at the breakfast table, you sit, and at lunch, you sit, and in the car, you yeah. sit, and dinner, you sit, and then you sit and watch TV in like the same position. So,
0: yeah, if you're going to sit, I really recommend kind of being able to uh, be in a chair that can extend back a little bit. Yeah. So you want to kind of break that compressive angle of the spine. So if you can extend back a bit, it really will relieve a lot of pressure on your body. You know what? I, like,
1: why don't they have cars where you can stand up? Is that like any less safe? Or is that just a comfort thing?
0: <laughs> I, I have to give it a little more thought.
1: <laughs> that was not in the talking points.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, You know, what do I know about this stuff?
1: Right. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, one last question. I mean, this is something that we try to ask all of our, our new guests on the show. And that is one thing. What is one thing you enjoy about life or something you do to make life more enjoyable? And it can have just nothing to do with anything we just talked about.
0: Oh, uh, you know, what? honestly, and this is gonna sound a little strange. I really love the opportunity to get out and uh, See if my writing or my my speaking with you guys can be of help to someone's quality of life And that's mm-hmm. really a lot of fun for me. Cool.
2: What's another hobby that you have. Uh, like, I really like to cook oh, Okay, cooking. Okay. What's your favorite if you yeah, uh, stranded on a desert island and okay. you can only cook one meal and then a bear is gonna eat you. I'm not sure that makes sense. But like you can only cook one meal. What would you cook? Let's go spaghetti and meatball. Okay. Hey. What'd you answer? Me? Um, if I were only to cook one meal, steak. God, right. um, it would be a steak. No, it would I would smoke uh see, we're in Texas. Excuse me. And so we're this is the land of uh, you know, smoked meat. Oh. And I would uh, I would smoke some ribs. I've been oh. very uh into the technique of smoking uh pork lately and uh you know the the temperature the 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 oh, amount man. of smoke the time like it's, and all... it's
0: a long cook so you get to live a little longer before the before you get eaten so the, like
1: the bear shows up and he's just waiting for you to finish your meal so yeah. that he can attack you is that what would happen
0: <laughs> by the way I watched
2: the the revenant like two days ago <gasps> had a big deal on the show uh, a few months ago where Mark like talked about how he saw the the have you seen the revenant
0: I have not. It oh, oh just, my gosh. The, the, this the, Leonardo DiCaprio yes, movie, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. There's
2: a scene where he gets, like, mauled by a bear. It's pretty intense. It, 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 it's the most intense thing ever. Okay, thank like, you. And Mark had a thing on the show where he was like, yeah, I'm watching the scene in The Revenant, and I passed out. I didn't pass out. I
1: almost <laughs> passed out.
2: Oh, almost passed out. Well, I'm watching this show and I'm, and I'm watching the movie the other day on the big TV, and I was like, oh, I've already seen this movie. It's not that big of a deal. And when the bear is like mauling the crap out of him, you I'm got like, started getting oh, sick. Like my, my my pulse is racing. And I'm like, oh god, it's getting really hot in here. See, oh, I gotta this off. I gotta get some. I had to get up. Now. I had to get up and like alert?
1: leave. I had to get up and leave the theater. I thought I was gonna throw up or something. It it's not weird.
2: a spoiler. It happens at the very very yeah. Beginning. It's like the first oh. like 20 minutes of the oh. movie.
1: Yeah. Um and then okay, one last thing. Um oh man, oh yeah. If I said uh the pizza place Lombardi's, would you know what I was talking about? Uh is that New York? Yeah.
2: Mark, there's a thousand pizza. Well, it's places. the
1: oh, it's apparently it's the oldest pizza place <laughs> in Manhattan. I don't know. We went mm. there. I was it's even like New Yorkers are like uh that's not true, you know. Like that's just some website. I oh, was. It was it good. It least? was. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty right. great. Lombardi. My spot. brother lived
2: in Brooklyn for like seven years, and around the corner from his house, like in Fort Greene, there's a place called Not Ray's because there was a thousand yeah. in New York called Raise Pizza. Same so pizza. Yeah. <laughs> gonna call it Not Ray's, and yeah. it was really hey. good.
1: So. All right. Awesome. Well, hey, Todd, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we will email. Uh, the link when it goes out. Hopefully Friday. It might be early next week, though.
0: Yeah, if you can push it towards October, that's a little bit okay. more helpful when the book comes out. Okay, but,
1: awesome. Awesome. I right.
0: really appreciate it, guys. It was just a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, thank hey, you. Hopefully good have good
0: you time. back on. Um, and congratulations on your panther poop, by the way. <laughs> panther <laughs> tail. panther <laughs> tail. If it
1: looked All like right. a panther, that would really be weird. I, that's this yeah. function. All right. Have a good night.
0: You too, guys. All have right, a great one. Night. Thanks. You
1: too. That guy was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> we're getting some really good guests. Like, I don't know how this is happening. <laughs> I know. Like, like, listen. Okay, so for like the first – how long have we been in this show? Uh, oh, my – Rick! 13, No, I think. Rick! What? The tw- the, we're, this is the 24th. It's the anniversary of me getting run over by a car. Three days ago was our five-year anniversary
2: on the, for the show. First of all, how did you not tell you getting run over by a car in Crosstalk? I don't because know. How did you forget that, too, because <laughs> you posted about it on Facebook, and we all called you out because you're clearly lying. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Mark put a p- picture of like this PT Cruiser on Facebook with a, like an X on like the passenger side rear door. It, tor- it turned it- in front of me. No, 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 no. You T-boned the PT Cruiser. That's on you, pal. No, like it turned. No, no, it. she nope. turned in front of me. Sorry, that, I that, had that, the right, right of way. Here, let me scratch you out the citation, guy who's dying, and I'll staple it to your forehead because you T bone this car.
1: It's amazing that while I was laying in the highway that I didn't get run over, like before like a you know, like the crowd came over and like, you know, like cars started stopping. Like as I was just laying in the middle of the road and it's a miracle that I didn't get run over again. That'd have been great. Like, oh, I just got run over. I- I'm gonna live <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, by the way, that's a a really good question. When you were laying there on the ground with your crumpled up bike underneath you, did you poop in your pants? So, um, (laughs) Paul Paul in
1: Fort Worth, (laughs) I did not. I did think my leg, I did think my femur was sticking out of my leg because I looked down and I could see my femur, I could see my bone
2: wow like my, poking
1: the, out no it was i didn't break anything but the soft tissue above my knee was peeled back like to my to my bone i looked down i could see like the white bone and sp- speaking of a a uh
2: so your mom said <laughs> <laughs> she
1: did <laughs> And then this is like, this is like, nobody's gonna be listening this far into the show this is like the best part of the I'm whole not, show
2: this is the, everyone at this point has been like oh, okay I'm, a, I'm at work I'm gonna turn it off that yeah, and that's, yeah.
1: The, the of well me. and so I so that speaking of a stress response when I looked down and saw my bone I, I like laid back and I, I'll never forget very vivid like I, my head was resting on my bike helmet you know like because my helmet was still on and I was just like like I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna throw up or die or something my leg because I, I thought my leg was it was a compound fracture and then i'm thinking like what you know i'm gonna be on my back for 10 months you know like recovering from this and that was on september 21st and i ran the dallas half marathon in in like this the beginning of december three months less than three months later like a miracle a miracle of miracles but that is pretty impressive so what
2: was your list of injuries
1: uh i had stitches in my right elbow. And then yes. I had like road rash from like my right shoulder down to like my hip, like yeah. that all that skin was like off, which was pretty okay. awful, but that and then like I had that thats- so, like
2: your uh, your the side, entire side of your body looked like the side <laughs> of like uh hamburger
1: meat uh,
2: harvey dent like after he was yes <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah
1: and I've got pictures of all these I need to send them to you, and then like like you left do, because that would be gross, and I would like to see that left quad, soft tissue uh hole. Um and that took a long time. Very much, much bruising. My whole like left thigh was bruising. Oh, there's a cricket in my room. Ah! What's the matter with you? Well, they they'll get in and they'll chirp in the night and wake us up. And I just I I kill them with with okay, violence. Forget
2: your, forget your car uh, story. Uh, one of the greatest pranks I didn't pull off was uh, I was gonna get a box of like a hundred crickets from like a pet store. <laughs> oh, my and put them in a guy's car. And let them loose, like in his police car. And oh. <laughs> got in there, and they'd just be chirping nonstop. Oh, not, not even that. Just like, f- like, um, just them the crawling God. around. They stink. God, I feel so stupid for not having done that. That would have been a great story. Way but anyway, to go! I'm sorry, you almost got way to go, here.
1: idiot. So. Anyway, I'll find those pictures and send them to you.
2: Um, and then that
1: was it. I was really it. No broken bones. Like. Uh I didn't do rehab or anything like afterwards uh you know, for my drinking problem or anything. So uh <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Physical therapy is what I meant by that. Um anyway. Oh, so I got very lucky. If it had been anything other than a PT cruiser, I probably would have been dead. But um but I'm here. And smart I'm really car, dead. you would have gone right past it. <laughs> well it's like oh. I probably did more damage <laughs> cut
2: through like a hot knife and butter like a guy on <laughs> a bicycle like, <laughs> shearing through the metal of a smart car.
1: <laughs> well, I tell you this. My whole medical cost was like $4,000, which seriously, I probably did more damage. Like when you, when you have to yep. replace the door and a back panel on this car, like I probably literally did more damage to the PT Cruiser than it did to me, which, well, the bike, it was a very expensive bike. So you add the cost of the bike in. But like me personally, I did more damage to the PT Cruiser.
2: Well, congratulations that you had uh, medical insurance. Uh, if you had been a person without that. You'd be uh, in a hole right now, six feet underground. Oh, they would have buried you. It, <laughs> oh, he's got road racks. There's so nothing we can do. And they would just <laughs> dug a hole and dump you right in there. I'm, still <laughs> right in the I'm You're feeling much better. You. You're not for long, pal. I think I'll go for a walk. Oh,
1: I just read Pet Cemetery for the first time. Speaking of be- burying people, ugh. It, I have not. Ter- it is awesome. I've read three Stephen King books in three weeks The Shining, Doctor Sleep, and Pet Cemetery.
2: I'm still in the same book that I have been <laughs> for like the last month. You should listen just, to it I read not, that's not called reading. reading that's called
1: listening no it's reading
2: like I will read like two pages like in the kindle app on my iphone and so I it's not asleep. even like a full page yeah. it's like a quarter of a page and I fall asleep every. <laughs> now, so
1: dang it there's one other thing I was going to say uh what were we just talking about right before I said the Stephen King huh? reading know, book you
2: dying in a bicycle crash or
1: something I When oh remind me to tell you about my ten thousand dollar flu test
2: uh, let's tell that on the next show. Yeah, How about that?
1: True story. Remind me. Okay. Uh, the tip of the week is stop eating kale. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we have completely gone off the rails because we have not recorded in two weeks. And so, since yeah, there's like the- so the- much, just from like stream of consciousness, <laughs> like poop in your pants.
1: Well, I want to call Dr. Sennett back sometime and just do like a poop show. We've done poop shows before. I bet he's got some good stories about Poop. He seems like a guy that would do be a good human being human guest. <laughs> and I'm going to put in the show notes of this show, like, and on Facebook, like, make sure to listen to the end because there's some gold here at the end of the show. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the – you say well, that's going to do, do it for this edition, okay. and then I'll do yeah, it. Uh,
2: that's what I was going to say. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Hang on. Uh, I have, I have something to drink. I got to – Okay, are you ready? Three, two. <laughs> In three, two, oh, What am I supposed to say? <laughs> That's okay, oh Sorry, sorry. One more time. In three, two, one. That's going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast.
1: And remember. Okay, hang on. Okay, how do I add him to the call here?
2: God, you just never <laughs>
1: <time. laughs> All right, hang on. I'm going to hang up on you and, and then add you both back. Hang on. I forgot the last.
2: Something and enjoy yourself. So
1: until next time, and until next time, enjoy yourself,
2: idiot. (laughs) Perfect. I legitimately forgot. I was like, oh.